0: Locked by Intelligent, and has Snyder, Snyder
1: Merhaba and welcome to episode 72 of The Lion's Den, a Galatasaray podcast done by the community for the community. From all around the galaxy, I'm back. I'm back as your host, Samet. I'm back with the goat, the oracle, the mobster, the what is he not. From New York, America, Emre, my boy, the best host of The Lion's Den. I have to give it to him. Oh, did a great job during my absence and always does a great job during my absence and i'm also here with yeah
2: yasin <laughs> 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 yeah that's so funny because i'm i'm like damn that's a crazy ass intro for emrat there's no chance in hell he's going to give me anything nearly as nice as that and maybe you're course- the oracle here no, I consider it an improvement, Emre, because he didn't say Fenerbahce Yasin, so I'll, I'll oh, take yeah. that for what it is. I was getting there. Little you steps, cut me baby off. steps. Yeah,
1: you cut me off, Yasin. Because a few episodes in, like when I wasn't there, there was nobody to really defend Galatasaray when you put out the bullshit that you're spewing sometimes. I don't know what you're talking about. Neither am I, but it's nice to fuck around <laughs> to you. <laughs> I missed <laughs> this.
2: I missed this. Yeah. How are you lads doing? Doing good. Good. Doing man. good. Good. Um, I I'm actually super curious to just right away get to know your experience because for the listeners who don't know, Summit was at the United game this week, as well as I no, actually what other game did you see? Summit? You saw two games, didn't you?
1: Yeah. I went to Alanyaspor and then went to Manchester United
2: game indeed. Yeah, that was probably an insane experience. We'll talk about the game, but somehow you met with some of our listeners as well. I Unless Somar has something else that he wants to start off with, that's what I want to hear about first. Tell tell us about your your couple of days there and how that experience was if if you remember anything that is.
1: I mean, in terms of meeting people, I'm I'm very social, right? I'm I'm good like to hang out with and I have to say like this is how we met as well, right? I've had zero bad experiences meeting Galatasaray fans. It's just they're all amazing people in general. Like, you guys are amazing. The guys I met are amazing. The listeners are amazing. Like, I've had zero negative vibes from anyone that was a Galatasaray supporter. Can't say that for other
3: types of supporters, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, well, you had a good experience with Yasin, right? And you call him a Fener supporter. So.
2: That's yeah, a lie. You know. <laughs> I, I knew. I, I thought someone might say something about that. But of Look, course, Emre. Yeah,
1: Yasin is, uh, is, is different, man. Yeah I, ha- yeah, I have to give it to him. Like, when I hug this guy, he's all sweaty and shit. So, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, bro, this guy. Can you give some context at least for the people who are listening <laughs> for the first time? <laughs> what, do, you, what, do you really want me to give the context? Because it was in right, bed when uh, I hugged you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this is okay. Saying,
2: no dude that's you can't just leave it at that that's (laughs) fucking weird bro it was it was a day that uh, we were in istanbul for a few days obviously last year watching the game together and this guy left super early and it was it was during the winter so it was cold outside but the heat was blasting i guess in the in the airbnb i woke up fucking hot as hell i was sweating and the first thing i did was hug this guy goodbye and i guess that's what he fucking remembers of all things and I was sweaty when he hugged me, but... Yeah, yeah no, it was
1: after the Barca game, right?
2: Yeah, 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 so. exactly. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, there you have it. You're, there's your context. Anyway, okay, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. We're all, we're everything friendly uh, community, everything friendly podcaster.
3: Um, uh, where were we? What did you ask? You, you were saying something about explaining oh, yeah, no. everything.
1: No, my wife found it w- weird at first, just meeting up with Randos, but uh, she's quite used to it now. And funny story, uh, I went to the Alanya Sport and Manchester game with someone I met uh, during the celebrations against Fenerbahce. Uh, Shout out to you, Jawad. I know you're listening as well. Uh, Basically, he's a schoolmate from 10 years, 12 years ago that I, like out of all places, uh, he recognized me in a breakfast joint in Istanbul and we kept talking and that's where we decided okay yeah well i'm going i'm going as well let's do it together um let's go to the games um yeah so i went with him met up with a few listeners shout out to lemon alpaslan was fun seeing you as the well The goat,
2: indeed indeed um what else didn't also- you say that you uh met an individual a listener on the train or something like that if i am yeah, correctly yeah
1: so that's a, that's crazy so the, here you, okay so we have a twitter account i usually post on there and for our 1905th follower i was like i, I don't like doing these giveaways but i just i'm just going to show appreciation to followers and 1905th follower was a great deal because yeah God's right, um, year of start So I messaged this guy, Kerem Alander, and I said, you won. Uh, I'm going to send you a cap with 1905. I was like, whoa. He was like, wow, out of nowhere, this happens to him, right? So he appreciated it, and he actually uh, donated the amount um, to a charity organization that would cost me. Um, Send it to him. He got it. Awesome, awesome. Kept in touch. And during the Manchester game, when I was going to the stands, I'm in Kuzey Alt. I have a season ticket there. I messaged him and said, "Hey, w- which stand are you in, actually?" And he was like, "Ah, I'm in Gune, the other side." It's like, "Oh, that's sad. So we can't meet up or something like that." So I leave my phone. I go in the metro. I sit down with Jawad, and I look right n- next to me, and I see this dude. I was like, <laughs> "Karam." He's like, yeah, who the hell are you? Like, how do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't show my face a lot, right? On, on Twitter and stuff, but I yeah. do sometimes. I was like, it's the Lions Den. It's like, we just talked. I was like, holy shit, what the hell? <laughs> Out of all places, like, that's just insane. And I recognized his, uh, his girlfriend as well, which Idil, and they're both the most amazing people. Uh, they, they, they were just discussing and saying, like how they would listen in the car and they would stop uh, in the car and wait until the pod was finished. I was like, that gave me such good feelings as well to see that appreciation and like, and, and also like, what an amazing person this guy is. Like, it was just a random 1905 follower, ends up being an amazing Galatasaray fan, having a season ticket at Gune Alt, going to the games, and then seeing him there live. Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, I love bringing communities, people together, uh, and and to be able to do this, not on a large scale, even if it's just a small scale, to see people and and make them happy, be happy as well. Um, yeah, shout out to all of you, man. Uh, we love you all. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an awesome, um, awesome story.
3: Yeah. Love
0: it, bro. Love it. So yeah, I, nothing
3: else, I guess, <laughs> uh, besides that stuff. Didn't you make a little cameo?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah so (laughs) so that's the last story then so bilal soydash uh it's a guy who i follow a youtuber who i follow for like since covid times he was doing videos of going to the stadium and shooting the atmosphere and sharing the atmosphere for all the games so if you have not seen him go to youtube type in his name bilal soydash and you'll see his amazing work so I got into touch with him as well, and yeah, I, when I was at, I think, the Alanyo Sport Game, we're, was talking to him, he was there, I was there in Kuzeyalt, and he came to me and said hi, um, great guy, real genuine person, really loves Galatasaray, and the work he does is amazing as well. Anyway, he said, you know what, yeah, come come watch with us the second half. So Alanyo Sport Game, I, I went and watch with with him and screw uh, screw's always also amazing and uh, ended up in his videos right uh, first mm-hmm. at alanya game and then manchester and then a few clips so uh, if you watch it you'll see like uh, we're sharing uh, all the emotions and everything which is awesome because now i get to look back at my experience in his videos as well aside from just like when i'm at home it's still awesome because i get to feel that mm-hmm. emotion through his videos and this time, <laughs> I was in his videos. So. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't like to go on a lot. Um, I find myself cringe when I'm on a camera. But uh, <laughs> especially because <laughs> he was like, the Manchester game? Yeah, you say some English words. I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I, I throw some <laughs> English words out there. And it's like, just so cringe. <laughs> because my Turkish is fine. We speak Turkish as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's hilarious.
3: No. Mine is not good. Don't speak for me. We're going to do the next episode horrible. in
1: Turkish, uh, Emre.
3: Oh, I won't be there, good sir. Nah, come on. <laughs> Adiós. <laughs> if,
2: if we're going to do an episode in Turkish, I feel like we need to get like a big name, Turkish analyst or something mm-hmm. on an episode like that. Maybe Ur. Okay? Fatih Terim. Mm. Fatih oh, Terim, yeah. <laughs> sure. You want uh, cool to speed show. dial, Emre? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I do. I, I, I I'm going to ask up.
1: Okan Hoca. Okay, okay. Yeah, we can do something. Yeah. We've got to prepare though. We need more time. Anyway, so Yeah. yeah. What have you guys done when I, while I was gone? Do your job for you. That's what we did. I'm, no, I'm just kidding, I'm yeah. Great episodes, lads. No, Appreciate
3: I'm glad it. you guys enjoyed it. Um, no, nah, yeah, no. We've been doing us. I mean, it's cold where we're at, and there's mm. not much to do. So, I mean, we can't just, you know, hop on a damn plane and, you know, in an hour, we're going to be in another country. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's not the same here. Sali An was hour. spot on
1: last episode with the uh, amount yeah, of yeah, hours yes, driving. Yes, we
3: actually, yeah, yeah, we looked it up. It literally takes you to Serbia in like yeah. 19 hours. Yeah, he's the geographic uh, cunt, right? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> geolocator, whatever the yeah, guy is. Yeah, whatever he does, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Too bad he's The bad, man right,
3: should huh? be working for the FBI,
1: bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Historian, geographic dude, whatever.
3: Um, yeah, so good stuff, lads, good stuff. Um, yeah, no, so not much really. So I guess we can get into the games unless you guys have anything else that, are, that is interesting. News?
0: Yes, sir. No, I, I, don't I don't think, think so.
2: I, I, don't, I don't think there is any new news. Uh, there's there's going to be a lot of news in the next couple of weeks with the transfer window coming up. But in the meantime, it's kind of like a quiet storm, just kind of getting through <laughs> these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's been hectic. It's kind of nice that there is no crazy news, so the guys are concentrated. At least you would hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know um,
3: why? Because all the birds are quiet. You know why they're so quiet? <laughs> of
2: course. That's that. That's that's news right there. Actually, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, yeah, you, exactly. You, talk, you you talk about it ever since you brought it up. Oh, I get the honest. Great. Yeah. So after our three
3: three, you know, draw against Manchester United, you know the team that everyone in Turkey thinks they can beat other than us, right? So they, the day after that we played, Tush goes and concedes five goals from Club <laughs> bruge They made That's a record. Pre- yes, a record. Until. And until, until our, our, our uh, Fenerbahce, you know, friends, that broke that record <laughs> with a 6-1 defeat to Norsjiland. I, I probably screwed the name, sorry to all my Danish listeners, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 6-1. That's like one of their heaviest defeats. So, Emre, what do we say to that? No,
1: Galatasaray, no, Galatasaray, Galatasaray, Galatasaray. Mauro Icardi, Galatasaray,
3: Galatasaray is global, my friend.
2: Yeah, no. But that's crazy. It's insane, man. Because to your point, we tied United 3-3. And there they they were fans of these other clubs, Fanabach and Besiktas saying, oh, like... 3-3, like, that's the best you guys can do. We can score five against them. That, that There was a saying like that. Like, oh, Fenerbahce Bishop Manchester United. Uh, yeah, we saw... Oh, we'll be we Bayern. Saw, mm-hmm, we, saw, sure. we, we saw what happened. Like, it's it's surprising and it's not surprising. Again, you would think that Biskitash and Fenerbahce this season in Europe, being in the Conference League, in the group stages that they are in, that they would be able to kind of carry the coefficient of this league forward to the spot where it really should be. Meanwhile, it seems to be the opposite. We're in the most difficult group, you know, compared to them. And we're actually getting results uh, against very difficult teams. And they're here losing 5 nothing at home to Club Bruges and 6-1 away. And they ex- they have excuses as well, Utan Madan, You know, we have injuries, this, that. It doesn't matter if you have injuries. You're playing against teams that are... You know, not even top three or four in their domestic leagues, which should not be comparable to the squad and size of the teams that we have. So, I don't know. Uh Once again, Galsai showing the difference between mm-hmm. them and everybody else in this league. So, props to yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. How did
1: you feel after the 6-1 defeat, uh Yasin? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because I was actually not aware of that game going on like i knew the game was going on but i was not keeping track of it i wasn't near my phone i forget what i was doing i think i was working it was during the mm-hmm. weekday obviously mm-hmm. i had meetings and shit like that um i i looked early in the game i think they were losing like 2-1 or some shit like that and i'm mm-hmm. like ah oh. like they'll they'll definitely turn this game around as as usual they probably didn't take them seriously and whatnot yeah. And I, cu- I come back later and the ch- the chat went off. I'm like, I got tagged like two times from John. I'm like, the, what the, the fuck's best going on here?
1: Eric yeah. Benjamin Nigren, his celebration. He came in as a substitute, scored a goal, celebrated with the classic Mauro Icardi. And yeah, he does it two more times Hands behind the ears and does it two more times. A hat trick. And all three celebrations are a uh well, the, the devotion to Maro Icardi, basically
3: and, and and you know what's funny? his teammate the day after on Instagram actually posts a gif of Marocardi, yeah. yeah yeah, so yeah. it's like it's definitely
1: a thing everybody just shuts the birds up like immediately, first, they say, "Oh, we'll score this, and then they get this, and then they'll be like, Oh no, it wasn't the Maro Icardi uh celebration. He did it before or something like that, and then his mate confirms that it's Icardi. so. It's like everyone shuts them up immediately. Like, how sad. Like, oh my God, I feel for them. Like, I'm not even happy anymore. Anyway, enough about them. Do you guys remember my Champions League draw simulator? Yes. So it was spot on. Bayern, Manchester, Copenhagen, Gala. And I said, I don't fear anyone more than these Scandinavian teams. And what do we have? It's the final game that we need to win.
3: Yeah. I don't know about that game, bro.
0: We could talk yeah. about it towards
3: the end, but mm-hmm. I am really concerned about that game. Yeah, let's let us do that
1: indeed. If there's no other new, nah. more news, nah. then uh, so, let's slowly yeah, let's go get to into the Manchester the United, game. United Gay. Mm-hmm. United Gay?
3: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they are gay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, who wants to do it? Well, Garnacho, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe,
1: maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what he is, man. He's like a Jeffree Star or
3: what's it called? The I don't way? know because Ziyech took it very personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd yeah. like to thank Garnacho for uh, going so, off in that game.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, so, I don't know. If, uh-huh. Go ahead.
1: Galatasaray versus Manchester United. Um, well, obviously, I went with the subway, uh, came there and everyone had on their seats, these, um, well, communication papers about what we will have to do. There were yellow, black, white um, papers that we had to hold up, and it basically gave, um, well, instructions on what to do, when to do it. So before we start, the first 11 hype, anything, was not there because of this new announcer. I just want to make that clear. There is a new announcer, the old announcer had some family issues and had to go, and it makes such a big difference. We noticed at the Alanya game, uh, the new announcer was saying like uh, Dries Martins, uh, Nelson Viking, like weird, n- like incorrect, incorrect
2: names, and that's so unprofessional, man. It's like, sick. Is, you know is, what the is,
3: problem is, Yasin? The thing is, I hear that they're not being paid well, so they don't stay long. They have like like no incentive to do this job because they. Get paid peanuts. Apparently, this is what I hear.
2: Listen, yeah. that that might be true, but it's not an excuse for me to not say to correct the correct names the right way. You know, fans are used to the announcer saying the names and everything a certain way all the time. There there needs to be consistency. There needs to be like the guy that's leaving. You know, even if maybe he, you know, you said he has family issues, so he doesn't have time to teach the next guy what to do. There should be a liaison at the club that's going to tell the new guy, look, when Martin scores, you say this. When Icardi scores, you say this. Have some energy. Galsai is the biggest club in Turkey. Lots of fans in that stadium would love to have that opportunity to be that announcer. And even if it does pay peanuts, you tell me you can't find a guy that has a decent, exciting voice to just announce these these call-outs during the game once a week. Like, Come on, we we need to do better in in this regard because someone, I'm sure, has more to say about it. But from my understanding, the guy, it's not in the difference between what the guy was doing before and what the new guy is doing. Look, I didn't know it
1: could impact an atmosphere so much because this game against Manchester United, he didn't even call up the first 11. Like, how crazy. That's really? how you get in the vibes, bro. That's how we get into the game and into the atmosphere. And he didn't even call up the first 11.
3: Like, insane. Maybe he was, like, never, like, an announcer to begin with. He's just some guy that they found. Can you just, like, bro, can you do us a solid and just, like, yeah, do this job? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. 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 And that's unacceptable. But, yeah.
1: Hey, what do you do, man? We can, uh, we can connect with, uh, I don't know. We can connect with... Um, with the stadium and, and do it ourselves
3: I guess I don't know <laughs> yeah I wouldn't mind doing it that's
0: what I'm saying <laughs> bro. Ballet, like,
2: yeah. you summit, so many fans would love to do that and they would do it to the T of how it should be done mm. and this is the guy that they find no offense to the guy but like but no you can't offense. do the job properly to be then... devil's advocate
1: Yasin yeah your main guy who's amazing um, has to leave for a family issue and the whole club is searching For a guy that can take over They push the mic into your hands You have zero experience And people are shitting on you Because you are just trying to do your best I mean it sucks that he didn't do the first 11 But couldn't they find another person But anyway Yeah that's how, probably how the guy feels Like he's probably <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Could be Maybe.
2: <laughs> Yeah
1: no, I've tried to justify it, but even trying to justify it, I was still like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Just
2: find someone. someone. Tell, us, yeah. tell, tell us about that choreography, bro. Like being there, seeing Mate, it in I person. I had no clue. Mate, I had no clue.
1: <laughs> when you do choreographies, you're lifting a piece of paper and you don't know what... It might as well be a dick.
0: <laughs>
1: and you have no clue what you're lifting up. Like, and then... I, I checked like the little peak I could get and I saw the <laughs> cup uh, at Bunei. The trophy like, okay on the other side. The trophy, yeah. yeah, okay. Like I was like, what do we have? <laughs> 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 you don't see it. And then they showed it on the screens, right? So I was like, oh, awesome. Ours is a lion. looks looks better. <laughs> and then the text changed in the stands as well from,
2: um, yeah, this bro. is
1: Samian. To welcome to hell, welcome it was to like hell, amazing. That was sick
2: with was the sick. Chinese
3: League music. Oh
2: god, yeah, dude, that's incredible, man. Yeah, it
3: made headlines it
2: as did? well. Okay,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it mentioned in um, a lot of like English Twitter pages and stuff. Of Maybe course. even on the news.
1: Even Rio Ferdinand, he's like, someone asked him, "Have you been to Istanbul before? Have you experienced this?" And he said, "Yeah, well, I've been to Istanbul, Fenerbahçe, Beşiktaş." But never experienced something like this. This is just the best. And like everyone acknowledge, should acknowledge, we are the best. That's it.
3: Ferdinand was pretty damn biased though. Like
1: was, crazy. What did he say?
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, United should do this. United should do that.
1: Uh, in general, like, okay. Let me just quickly so, say the first 11. Uh, Fernando Mislera as usual. Sasha Bowie on the right. Khan Aihan, surprisingly. Uh, after Davinson Sanchez was called injured. Bardacce, as usual. Angelino on the left. Lucas Torreira and Ndombele in the midfield. Hakim Ziyech on the right. Mertens. And then left Zaha and then Icardi. So, very surprising first 11, right? Like What's the most surprising there for
0: you?
2: There's a few. Um, probably Ndombele starting. I... Dombélé mm-hmm. starting and Nelson not starting. I actually thought that Kanaihan would remain in this centre midfield role next to Torreira mm-hmm. and we would finally see Nelson in that centre defence yeah, because you, yeah. you think you think the pecking order is Sanchez, Bardakche, Nelson and then Kanaihan. And you mm-hmm. think that Kanaihan's better role is the centre midfield. You know that Ndombele is not the paciest player the most you know aggressive player in the midfield in terms of covering distance. Knowing all this, that was a huge shock to me. And then finally, obviously, the big, another big shock was Kerem not starting and Martins remaining in his role at, as starting number 10. Uh, we had a discussion about this last time on the pod back and yeah, forth. Yeah,
3: I said that Kerem would start and to my surprise, he didn't start.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But yeah. what did I say, Yasin? I said that we shouldn't change up the lineup based on the Alanya game, right? I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't trust this to be a good, like, you know, showcase for us. That's why I didn't really think Meritons needed to start. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. And the game kind of like showed that because the first half was kind of bad in our name. Like the game we played against Manchester away, the two Byron games, this was probably one of the worst games we played in Europe so far, I would say. Barring like that 20, 25 minute, uh, like that, that, that sequence against Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Like this was our worst game, if you ask me. Even though we made it three three, but yeah, no, I, I thought Kerem and at least Nelson would start, and
2: I think that was a mistake, and everyone agrees on that. But yeah, go continue. No, that's that's that. Uh, what what was the vibe at the stadium summit? Because I know when you're there, you everybody's tempted to look at the phone and discuss with the person next to them what they think of the lineup. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of people were surprised there as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely.
1: Definitely a surprise for Nelson decision and Dombele decision. And also happiness for seeing Mertens instead of Karim. Uh, so those were the main uh, vibes I could catch. But personally, I think Okan Buruk is making, giving a message to Nelson. We all know, and this is my opinion now, right? We all know Nelson has been a bit off lately. And with off, I don't only mean on the pitch, but also off the pitch. Off. Because he's been saying some no, not nice things. And I think this is giving a message to Nelson into saying, look, I we made you. And we can just finish you just like that. So get your head together and don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And yeah, I'm it, sure he said that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not saying he said that, but that's the only thing I can think of in terms of why we you would choose Khan Aihan over a real center back.
3: Because I think he got like um persuaded by the game we played against Alanya, which I th- really thought that he would like come to his senses and think, yeah, this is Alanya, games lads. These are
1: not measurements. Alanya sport. That's what I'm Handic saying. That's are what I'm s- not yes, measurements. That's these what I'm are saying. Not- that- Like, whatever you Mm -hmm. test, it will be successful against these teams. That's why I was
3: so against people starting Mertens because, like, I've seen Mertens against big teams and they brought up the Manchester United game away. But again, that was him coming in in the second half when United were tired. And you saw from this game, uh, in the United game at home, he was kind of invisible. Like, do you guys remember anything he did that was, you know, impactful to the game?
2: I don't remember much. I think, you know, it also has to do with the fact that we played against a much stronger and active midfield that United has, and and How much of a good job did he do against such a strong midfield like that? Did Mertens have to maybe contribute a little bit more in the help and you know the the back midfield line next to Torreira and Dombalé because of it? Did it maybe hinder how much he can contribute in the attack because of that? You know th- that's, that's a good that point. That's stuff you have to think about as well. And again, you you're, you hit the nail on the head. One, two games, especially against Alania Sport and then switching to United. These are very small sample sizes, so it's still very tough to be able to make a conclusion where you feel very confident about it. But yeah, uh, like why
3: would you switch with the, the working formula, bro?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: like that's one thing I didn't like. I wasn't happy, but I think he might have done it so he can shut people up. Like ah ah yep them. Okay, you happy? Ah no. Like, that's well, like what he did, basically.
1: <laughs> well, Angelino was terrible. Well, I, actually, I think for me, that was the main thing. Angelino, I really didn't like seeing him. Also, like, the whole stadium, it was insane. It's nothing unlike I've seen anything. I before. was going to
3: ask you, bro. They like After we see the, the first two goals. Change mm. sign.
1: Change Angelino. That was like, everyone was like with their hands, making circles. Yeah.
2: It was insane. I, I saw that on Bilal's video, bro. I... Yeah. Emre, did you notice that on TV? Because I didn't. I did not. not. And then watching that video, I think Bilal pointed it out at first. And then he he changed the clip to you. And you were pointing it out as well. (laughs) It was super obvious. Everybody in the stands was to your point. Mm -hmm. You know, circling their fists around each other like, Hojo, make a change, make a change. That to me is crazy. That really shows that the fans are on... A collective agreement that maybe hoja needs to make some changes quicker Mm -hmm. i was listening to some fan conversations after the game as well they're saying look you know we need to make changes quicker hoja everybody sees it people watching from tv sees it people at the stand sees it why is hoja not seeing and making these changes in time um that's definitely something to look out for as we go forward uh, unfortunately it's like Um,
3: you guys, sometimes people got to remember, you can't just make a switch out of the blue instantly. Like, you got to like wait a little bit too, right? See how the game goes. I mean, Angelino was not our biggest issue, if you ask me. A maybe unpopular opinion. He was bad, but I don't think he was the worst. I think Endombele really screwed our game plan. No, because I think he was Because how many times? In my opinion.
1: Who, Angelino or Endombele? I think the main issue was Kanaihan, if you ask me.
3: Well, in mid okay, their first goal, for example, and well, Dombele couldn't win a fucking uh, um air ball against what, what was it, Bruno Fernandes? I forgot who it was, bro, but he yeah. had like all the momentum, and then they just got the ball and went straight straight to our box. Like, mm-hmm. come on, bro. And that happened multiple times in the game. Yeah. Whereas I think Khan haihan would have been much better. I that's the whole thing.
1: That's why I say Khan Haihan, because center back, if we had Nelson, Khan could go in the mid instead of Tangu and Dombele. And we'd have the double pivot we used for all our games in the Champions League, basically. Um, So changing it made our midfield a bit more soft. Khan has that strength as well there. So against Bruno Fernandes, I'm sure it would have been better on top of Nelson. Because what we saw, both goals came from the left side, from Sasha's side, um, from the corner of Khan Aihan. Having Nelson there as a real centre-back would have made a difference, I'm telling you. It would have definitely... Nah,
3: I agree. Yeah, like, don't change the winning formula, man. Like, you've done fine with these two centre-backs before, Nelson and Upho. Mm-hmm. Don't change. Oppo made some bad mistakes, too, in the game. I don't know. People say, like, the third goal especially. That, yeah. was,
2: all, that was all his mistake. It actually really pissed right. me off, too. Like, what are you doing attacking, like, pressing that high? I like the yeah. fact that our defenders... Like to press high. That's how Okan likes our defenders playing as well. But when but you go overboard, yeah, bro, there was such a huge gap between how to get <laughs> him and that player. Like, you already know you don't have pace. If you if you don't win that ball there, we are screwed. And that's what happened. People blamed Angelino. Like, who were you marking in that last position? But he did what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to show one way. You know, try and defend two players at the same time. Maybe confuse the guy with the ball. Unfortunately, these United players are very qual- like they're good quality players. They're not gonna, they're not gonna make the mistake of not taking advantage of that position, and that's what they did. So
3: yeah, you know what pissed me off about all the most this game?
2: Are you talking about bro. the
3: McTominay goal?
2: Yeah, that's what yeah. I was talking about. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, bro. You remember that whole Carambo position where Torreira got fouled, and then it was a handball. The ref didn't give who was un- again terrible this game, if kerem stayed in the box instead of running towards the referee, he would have actually scored a goal. But instead of, like, staying and going to complain to the ref... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. You it's know, true. we
3: couldn't score. Bro, what is with our Turkish players? I think they're just too used to the Turkish league where, like, if you do not mm-hmm. run to the ref immediately and complain, yeah. you're not going to get... um. VAR check or anything.
1: fully agree. That's, like, that's the only reason. I mean,
3: that's that got to be it. That's got to be it. <sighs> it's like, bro, it, you running to the ref and just complaining to him, is it going to make him... You know, okay, man, I, I want to go check it. Don't worry. I got you. All right? Mm-hmm. No. If there's something to be checked, they will check it. Finish the game, bro. Mm-hmm. And he does this so many times. Yeah. Like, he wants to be the captain or something. I don't know, man. Just that but, really annoyed the hell out of me. <sighs> uh, so
1: first half um manchester scored two goals right the first one was alejandro garnacho uh the guy the girl i don't know what he is anyway (laughs) what i do know he is a big major cunt because when he scored that goal he came to awards us and he he basically put his hands and did like a almost like a drug bar version and took quiet down to say quiet down and that made everyone go nuts and i was like thinking at that moment good do this you bastard do this because you're gonna rile up the whole stadium
3: looking now at he it, did the, the whole stadium mm-hmm. he pissed the hell out of do you guys see that zs look it was yeah. all over the all over yeah. media bro he yeah. gave him the worst stare down yeah, Like, yeah. oh you want to do that i got you bro he's like i got you you wait you wait and see A- Exactly, sonic him, right? Like, I know. and then proceeds to uh, turn the whole game by himself. Thank so Garnacho goat, Yeah,
0: but yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. no, yeah. Not much we could do, really. Uh, Khan Ihan could have done better at that goal, but the second goal, Bruno Fernandes, that was a beauty, man.
3: That was a that was a banger, bro. There's mm. literally nothing you can do. I decide, you know, maybe mark him down, not give him a free.
2: You know, shot at goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that yeah. happened right in front of you guys, right, Summit. <laughs> yeah, <side>. unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Both goals, man. But, you know, I
1: saw, like, uh, a lot of goals. <laughs> Six in total, so it's fine.
3: You had the best seat for Keram's goal. Yeah, Oof. bro. <laughs> great, 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 great. Great control, control. great shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that the goals, for our goals, bro, we had such low XG for Wait, our goals. Do, you're jumping
1: around goals, dude. Like, <laughs> in order, please. Yeah, Emre.
3: Because after
1: the 2-0 of Manchester, we had Ziyech. I the,
2: the, mean, I did mention yes. Ziyech. The real the real man of the match was uh, Onana, we have to admit, right?
3: Yeah. I think it's over-exaggerated, bro. The second goal, <laughs> yes. But the first goal, nah. That was just good play from us and, like, poor... um. Like, bur- like man, what the fuck, the word I'm thinking of, the I'm line. Te- I'm telling you, thank God Ten
1: Hag knows Onana from Ajax and he's so persistent on him <laughs> because Altai
3: would have done a much better job. Yeah, you cannot be worse than Onana right now. Like, it's I don't insane. get how you can be so bad. Last year, he was like one of the best keepers. This year's like, what, Curse of De Gea or something, bro? What is going on? Yeah. Like, he's making oh, no, um, De Gea look like a godkeeper right now. So, two free-kick goals from Ziyech and
1: one from Kerem. <laughs> the, the amazing goal that you just mentioned, Emreom.
3: Yes. What about him?
1: No, nothing. What did you think of Kerem's attitude towards the fans?
3: I don't, I don't know. Like, I think he was... Bro, you can tell this kid is frustrated. He's clearly frustrated because, like, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing my best, and I'm still getting the most criticism of anybody on the team, right? So, like, I, I understand where he's coming from. But, again, you got to keep your head high and just try your best. Because it happens to everybody, everybody. When you are, when everyone looks to you for goals, you're going to get the most criticism like like Cardi's starting to get some criticism like cuz like this last game we he played he was like basically invisible
0: mm-hmm.
3: right what, what do you so, think yes of get him attitudes
2: i mean some people express disappointment with it saying that he's you know facing up to the fans i didn't look at it that way i i thought it was pretty well contained he he expressed a message but I didn't understand it as a message to all fans there in that moment. I understood it as like to all my doubters, like, yeah, here, here is what I just did. This is for you. This is to you. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't he didn't raise his hands. He didn't wave his hands like, you know, you know, the classic Turkish way that when people get mad, you know, they they raise their hand up like, Oh, what's up? Right. Like he didn't do any of that bullshit. Or put he his just, hand to his ears, you know? Like, yeah. I can't hear you guys anymore, or whatever. Exactly. I found it respectful. I, I I appreciate that he actually got a message across. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you could, you could argue saying, Yasin, yes, like, if he scored the goal, that's enough to shut the daughters up. No, it's not. Because he, he scores goals. He makes assists and people still have things to say about him. And as fans, we have every right to say what we want to say, you know? If we want to criticize him... It's not like we criticize him because he's Turkish or because his name is Kerem. We criticize him because we think he could do better or he's made a lot of mistakes that have cost us points in recent times. We, we criticize him on the podcast, right? But it, I think it has been excessive. And to Emma's point, the, the kid has it more than anybody else. And I, and I do feel bad. Every time I criticize him myself, I do feel bad because what he has done for this club. Uh, is extraordinary. You know, we we got him from the third league for basically free, and he has he got punched by Marcao two years ago in front of everybody. <laughs> like he has gone through a lot, yeah. and I think his mentality is actually like admirable in a way. I you like know, the he, way you
1: put it because the other side of this is oh, he should be grateful of Galatasaray. He has such a big attitude. It's not good. Um, especially, he, nobody is bigger than Galatasaray or the fans. He should not do this. But the way you put it is so good. Like, I think it's an eye-opener for people that think this way. And 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 I appreciate that, Yes, yeah. And
3: I think Okan Burak made a good point to the fans too. It's like, all right, can you guys please stop talking about Keda? You know, yeah. when he's not playing, we have... A pretty hard time opening up defenses yeah. and you can see how active he is and he creates positions. But then here we have you guys on the last podcast. Hey, John,
1: where's John at? I want to speak to John and his shitting on catam
2: take. Listen, I, I'm i here even though John is not. I still am on the fence of like his positioning. you should not play on, number 10. His positioning on the field is... Especially at number ten is not it, you know. We, it's just not. And I don't, I don't want to reiterate everything we talked about for many, many episodes now. But that's just not where he excels. And I thought all of us did a really good job on the last episode describing why, you know, number ten, is is how he plays. Whoever number ten is affects how everybody else around him plays as well. And when you're trying to score goals, when you're a team like Osai who counts on your offense because of the pure domination and skill difference between the players on the pitch. Offense is where you shine. When Galsai plays against teams like, you know, Alanya Sport, Pendik Spor, any team in the Turkish league, you don't necessarily go and praise your defense because they're oftentimes more quiet. You praise your offense. And if your number 10 stops your offense from playing the way that they should, that person's going to get criticism. Rightfully so. So uh, we, we, we saw him work really well on the wing for the last couple of seasons, that's where he needs to stay. um That's all I can really say about that. Well, I don't know what Zaha thinks about that, but yeah, yeah, zaha I think really appreciated having Mertens at number ten last week we 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 talked about the uh the heat map mm-hmm. and how much space Mertens allowed Zaha to have on the left side. Did you think Icardi that translated to Manchester game? <sighs> Not necessarily. Only because Manchester is a much more disciplined team compared to Alanispor and any other <laughs> Turkish league team. Um, also because as I mentioned before the midfield of Manchester United is just much 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 better. Uh, Martins was not allowed to do what he did against Alanispor in terms of positioning and uh, opportunity creating because Andombele I think was a weakness in the midfield a clear weakness. Um, and <laughs> I'm kind of jumping around too now but we talked about Bardakche and mm-hmm. how he unnecessarily pushed up to midfield for press who who was playing in front of Bardakche? Dorando Bele and Dombele. Because Andombele was not in his position pressing where he needs to marking his man like he needs to. Bardakche made a mistake because of it. You know, again, it's Bardakche's fault but you have to think about the grand scheme of it as well. This is why I always mention the players around you is really indicative of how you can or cannot play as well. So this applies to your midfield too. Lucas Torrera, this applies to Ndombele. So hopefully, Hoja, I'm sure, is seeing all this as well. Um, I'm curious how this is going to work out for Ndombele in his future at Galatasaray. Uh, I, I don't think he stays,
3: honestly. It's kind of sad when, when Sergio Oliveira, the guy who I criticize the most, Comes in and does better than you. It's 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 kind of telling that you're not gonna stay along with Angelino. I think both of them will be sent in some yeah. fashion. Both of them are
2: lonies anyway. Exactly. Let me ask you guys this, right? And Dombale, six months so far, right? Six of the twelve months that we have a loan. Has he shown any indication that he is a player that can play consistently? No. Not really. I mean, I see improvement, but like not enough in the time that he's been given. Exactly. Uh, Is it a player that you can count on? Let's say he plays well for the next six months. Can you count on him? Let's say we sign him on a three or four year deal. Can you count on him being consistent for the next three, four years? No. say no. Exactly. And on top of that, the last piece is, is he a player that you can comfortably spend 15 million on? Absolutely No. Absolutely not. You can maybe negotiate that down with Tottenham. Say, look.
3: Uh, yeah, free, bro. <laughs> <laughs> e-
2: even that, his wages are, I don't even know what they are going to be if we sign him full-time. But they're going to be too damn high for what he provides. We saw, we see Kanaihan and what he provides. The the Yabonju Kurala, the foreigner limit, is not changing from any indication that we've seen so far. So, that's that's not a risk that you really take. Yes.
3: The only yeah. reason we have Ndombele is because we couldn't get someone else. And then they use Ndombele as a, a uh, compensation for not getting anyone. Because what Okan Buruk, was mm-hmm. what I hear, wants someone like Paradis, wants someone like Vicino, someone that Fred. can hold that midfield. Double Fred. Yeah. Yeah. Who can hold that midfield and let Torera be the man that plays eight along with a number 10. We pay him 3.1 million for the season.
1: Too much.
2: Yeah, too much. Sometimes, yeah, like you, no, yeah. Sometimes you pay a lot of money for a player in wages, and even if they're consistent, they win you a couple games, and you say it was worth it. Example: Tete, the kid has still has still has to prove himself. Honestly, he gets paid a lot for what he does, um, which you know the the ratio is not quite right. But he won us a couple games. Uh, Takes one or two. Yeah, he, he got his points against Copenhagen in, in the clutch in the last minute. Uh, other games as well. Zaha, he started off rough, but he has definitely won as many points so far. Important games as well. And he's finding his groove. You see the passion mm-hmm. from Zaha on the pitch. You know, every every person doesn't necessarily, every player doesn't necessarily have to play with the same passion that Zaha does. But in comparison, look at um, Ziyech. Ziyech is one cold ass motherfucker, bro. The, the dude. Does not show an ounce of the passion Zaha does in terms of like aggression, but you see that he's interest, you see him really getting finding his groove lately. He he loves the game. And Dombélé, is cleaning his teeth before the game starts. Like that's that's what Ndombele is doing. I I hate to be over exaggerating the burgers you know, up. criticism of him, but come on, man! Like you have the skill. We're just we sound like Tottenham fans now. Like. Oh yeah, he's really skilled, but he doesn't show it. Like, mm-hmm. I hate to, I hate it even after he comes to Florida, he still is like this. If, if the Floria water is not going to fix him, I don't know what is.
3: He's I, allergic to the uh, Florida water. It's not going to work for so. him. <sighs> but the thing, so, he's,
1: he's not drinking his two liter a day Florida water. I think he's just doing like 250 <laughs> ml. That's the problem. He needs to drink at least two liters.
2: That's the regimen. <laughs> He's one of those people who eat more than they drink, more than yeah. they drink.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anyway, this game we also had two important decisions. The referee is Spanish. Um, previously, we were effed over by a Portuguese one, so <laughs> now it's a Spanish dude. That what did he not do? He didn't give the offside. Well, according to him, offside goal of Icardi. So we didn't get to sink Ashkemolayim in the stadium unfortunately. And uh, there was another position. Oh yeah, a penalty. Also not given. I think was it McTominay or uh, Lindelof or Maguire, I don't know. I think It
3: was McTominay. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? Let's start That's with the It's a penalty, penalty if yeah. you ask me. Clear and simple. It's a penalty. Yo, you extended your arms, bro, and prov- like I think that might have gone in. And also, they didn't show, but, like, Onana kind of screwed over Torreira, too. That could have been a penalty, but everyone just glanced over that. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's like they really want United to be second place. I know it's like a conspiracy theory almost, but (laughs) goddamn, bro. Almost. (laughs) Yeah. But almost because, like, (laughs) bro, what is this? Like, two games back-to-back? By neighboring countries too?
0: Especially the
1: VAR and the technology they used drawing a wall digitally to see that what...
3: Yeah, apparently VAR wasn't working in the Byron game for Harry Kane's goal.
0: Yeah. What, What? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's crazy. So, yeah, there's still things being messed up.
1: And... I don't know how to feel about this technology. I thought it was good, but then again, like, how <laughs> it do you... you. <laughs> how do you... What? When it screws you, you don't like it, right? <laughs> no, no. It's like, it made me think. <laughs> now it made me think. Like, how do you decide when the ball leaves the foot? Like, what are the millimeters? And like, how do they do that? Like, I need to know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw a proposal. I don't know who it was, but like, if it's within a certain... Distance, even mm-hmm. if it's offsides, they're margin. gonna count it because, yeah, like mm-hmm. that th- will be abused,
3: this- bro. That will be abused. No, don't bring that. Then Butcher <laughs>
1: will have all their offside goals counted.
3: <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. bad idea.
1: Then yeah. we'll be discussing what is this margin? Five percent, ten percent, twenty-five percent?
3: A That's leg, true. a foot? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's always so. I, 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 no, don't bring that.
1: Anyway, even with those two bad calls, we still managed to get a important
3: that's important, right? Yeah, that's the important part. We came back from three
2: one. That's like a big team reflex right there. Amazing. Amazing how we keep coming back. Came Um, back from three one and two nothing. Am I right? It was two nothing at one point. That -hmm. it seems to be a theme, you know. That's what I really like about Gosai this year. Um actually last two years. Not historically over. when we fall behind, it seems like it, it was came like over. a wrap, bro. It mm-hmm. used to be a wrap four nil, five nil. Yeah, now again, we, it was we, no,
3: it was no Norshalint or club Bruja, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be Bayern, it'd be like Madrid or PSG or something.
2: I mm-hmm. know. Uh, now the belief is there Copenhagen, two nothing, two two, could have made it three two, right? The first the first game, Manchester United, were behind two, three times, I think, and that that finished. A win? No, it was two times, right? Um, so, huge props to Akam the team, and our captains on the pitch that really instill that belief that even if we do fall behind, we can still catch up and win. So, that's, that's great to see. Yeah, 100%. Should we get into the pendic
1: game, boys? I want to talk about like what this one point means for us as well. Yeah. Because if we didn't get this one point, what would it mean? that we didn't have things in our control, right? With Mm -hmm. this one point, everything is now in our hands. We only have to win against Copenhagen. Only have
3: to win. Let's put it this way.
1: If you saw this group, Bayern United Copenhagen, and I told you in the beginning, here's an offer for you. You only have to win Copenhagen, and then you get out of this group. Would you take it? Absolutely. I guess. I'm not saying you need to win Bayern. I'm not saying you need to win United. I'm saying wh- whoever, everyone was like, okay, Copenhagen is the worst team out of this thing. So I'm saying now, win Copenhagen and you're out of the groups.
2: That, that's amazing. That's great, right? That, that, that's, that's a huge point. That's a great perspective, honestly. Um, Let's
3: just not glance over the fact that uh, Copenhagen tied Bayern away. Okay, so their defense is pretty good. All right, you can argue Byron didn't put out their best XI, but it's still Bayern. Their best XI still is worth like five times what Copenhagen is worth, and they couldn't find many positions. And mm-hmm. now think that we have to go on their turf and have to open them up because you know they're going to be parking the bus like crazy. And oh. we kind of have a hard time opening up t- uh, defenses. We didn't do
1: bad against Bayern's first 11 either. I mean, played 20 games against Bayern.
3: They don't play the same as Copenhagen, though. They play a different game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I agree, I agree with them. I think Copenhagen is going to go into that game saying a tie is enough. And we saw the first leg, how, how disciplined they really are defensively. And again, we struggle against teams that sit back. It's going to be a balancing act. I, I don't know if Okan Buruk is going to approach this game, maybe allowing them to attack a little bit more and count on our defense to be disciplined and clear what we need to clear so we can attack on the counters with maybe Kerem or Zaha. Or if we're going to straight up say, okay, you want to sit back, we'll, we'll attack and we'll use players that can pull a rabbit out of a hat like Zaha or Ziech and count on Mertens to shoot outside the box and test the keeper more than they tested Onana. But um, I would... Yeah, I, I think that is how it would honestly go. We're going to... Um,
3: yeah, Ziyech or someone shooting from outside the box to find a goal.
2: I think that's yeah. like the only way we open up that game. Yeah, and we really do have the skill set to do it. You know, we just have to have that belief. I think next our next game, the one before Copenhagen... We really have to go into that game with the mindset of, okay, treat this as if it's going to be the Copenhagen game. Like, test, test what you need to test. Shoot from outside the box, you know, dial in your shot so when it's next game against Copenhagen, you are ready uh, to take those shots from distance. And we saw it today. Uh, yes, it was today. with was ZH against Pendix Sport. We'll talk about that as well. But uh, we saw it with the uh, Martins against United. I think it was Alanya Sport. I'm mixing my games now, but we're starting to see those shots from distance. So that's reassuring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ziesh is great with that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
3: So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ziesh scored another today. So maybe we can finally get into the pending game. You guys have nothing else to say about the United game? No. I'm going to Copenhagen and
1: I need a ticket. So if anyone's listening and got the connections, hook me up I'm desperate
2: (laughs) yeah it's next week so yeah will there be a lot of fans like you it's insane going that don't have tickets
1: yes and that's why my worry is going up and up and up and I don't have 500 euros to to pay for a single ticket so
2: You, you can pull that 500 euros from somewhere bro it's just a matter of is it worth it or not for you it's worth it, but I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Phone a friend, bro. Uh, yeah, sure. You can pay it for me, yes. <clears throat>
0: nice.
2: <sir. laughs> Let's
1: go to Pendik, shall we? Yeah. Because Pendig is super shit in terms of field, because that's where a lot of people get injured. But somehow, today, it was fine. And how did we start? Well... It
3: was not fine. Well, but yeah, okay. it's all right. Because <laughs> got, got injured. Oh, yeah? Khan, did you not see? He like pulled something on his left leg. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's how boring the game was, honestly.
3: <laughs> uh, Everyone was watching the draws for the Euros. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs>
1: what happens with the draws? I, have, I didn't catch that.
3: Some lady was getting smashed in the background. I don't know if our uh, listeners caught that. Oh, yeah?
1: Like, that's yeah. not what I was asking. I was like, who did we draw as Turkey? But... <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I just wanted to point that out. It's kind of funny.
1: Okay, okay. Lady was getting we drew
3: We, we drew uh, basically Portugal. the 2008 groups all over again. Don't leave but me hanging. The, Tell me. Portugal and Czech Republic so far.
0: Okay.
3: Going to play Ronaldo? Oh, nah, Yeah.
1: We'll see. Question:
2: Kadam versus Ronaldo, man. Nice, but Um, yeah,
3: no, we don't know the last one just yet. Apparently, we're gonna find out after uh, the playoffs.
2: Playoffs, which is gonna be one of the following four teams: either Kazakhstan, Mm -hmm. Greece, Mm -hmm. Luxembourg, Mm -hmm. or Georgia. Okay, just don't give me Greece. I I think that might be fun
1: yeah true there's some competition there so yeah give us Greece we can smash them just like uh, when the draw was happening
2: my company has an office in Greece with like I want to say probably close to 100 people okay so if we do match up against Greece there's a couple people I might have to message or on our weekly call wear like a Mili Takam jersey (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) nice nice (laughs) All right,
1: enough enough, uh, national team stuff. We're Galatasaray podcast, so let's go to Appendix 4. A major difference in the lineup is Nelson's back. I guess he had a good talk with Okan. He said, I'm sorry, Okan, you're right. I'm nothing. You're the best. Galatasaray is the best. Please take me back in the squad. Uh, Or Abdul Kirim just needed some rest. uh, And that's why Ayhan and Victor Nelson were as center backs. Kazimjan did the same to Okan. He said, I'm sorry, master. Uh, please, uh, your, your dick is big. Uh, let me back and play. And Kazimjan was on the left back. Sacha Bowie doesn't say anything. He's just there, as always. I don't, I don't know. He's like part of the furniture now. Uh, Torreira as well. And then a difference with Sergio Oliveira after a good performance in the substitution. He's in. And then we got Tete on the right. Ziesh as 10. Kerem on the left wing and Icardi as always. Interesting stuff. What did you think of the lineup when you saw it? I was like, yeah, go full on uh, youth if you ask me. Pendix 4, who is that?
3: Uh, I think we did too much rotation, if you ask me. Too much? Why? I mean, a little need, too
1: much. You need to rest people.
3: Well, okay, you need to rest people, but again, like, why not keep Z? Well, if you're gonna start with Zish, start with Mertens again, right? Uh, Ziesh was good, but I didn't see the same amount of, you know, play from him that he has on the right wing. Maybe he just needs to get adjusted to it a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, again, I don't know. I don't think we needed to do this much in terms of rotation. But I heard that Oppo played with a needle last game. So I guess I can't be too upset about it. What is this but needle? Thing? You, do they do I this in Europe? I don't understand what it, yeah, I don't know, bro, <laughs> is it where illegal? he learned
2: this, man. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's it's it, it numbs some of the pain that you have, uh, yeah. which essentially allows you to play through it. Mm-hmm. it it's not ideal because you, the pain, source of the pain is not going away because you play on it. You just don't feel it. Mm-hmm. And I remember that they, they said the same thing about Cardi too, right? He played several games with Needle, and they said, look, if he needs to get better, if he wants to get better, he actually needs to rest Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's why we kind of counted on international break for that rest time period. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so Abdul Karim kind of resting, I totally understand that you really don't have a choice okay. if you want him to get better. What about than what about
1: Bowie? Like at this point, it l- looks like Bowie is like playing for stats. I was like, he's probably With stats. He seems he can't seem to get up. No, what I mean is like stats in terms of like I've played one hundred thousand games this season. <laughs>
3: Uh, <laughs>
1: with, with an average of 7.5 like, Okay, awesome he, I mean, Kudos. I love him Still
3: good You know, How's he's not it? getting those points On sofa He's constantly getting like Six and a halves and stuff Because He, does, he cannot connect with our, our attackers When he gets I, into
1: the box I think he's just unlucky I think every game he has At least one Very clear scoring position Like he had at Pendic. If the guy didn't like Touch the ball It would have gone in
2: well,
3: there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts, but like mm-hmm. you you got to get some assists <laughs> the amount of times you'd be going into that box, bro. Come on. Yeah. True. But yeah. And he had Tete,
1: right? And Tete is actually, I like him defensively. He's a work rate. like He's a workhorse. So he's doing a good job. But what I'm missing from Tebe, Tete is he's Brazilian, but there's no Samba in this guy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. He looks he like have a that German. flair.
1: Yeah, he's like a German, go up and down
3: the road and like no samba. I don't know, I, man. I, he he's one of those players that I just didn't really like have any hope in. I was saying I hope he you know comes through but I'm um, a Richardson man. What were you saying, Yasin?
2: No, well, I mean, I think we saw a little bit of Brazilian flair to Tete when he first came, and unfortunately, it was not fine-tuned, so he was losing the ball a lot. And I think Hoja said, "Take it easy a little bit before you, you know, continue to use your Brazilian flair. Maybe you need to focus on not turning the ball over as much." I'm not sure; just kind of like a guess here. But um, I think he needs a little bit of time. Honestly, uh, he seems happy off the pitch. You know, he's he's chilling. With, you know, people in Istanbul. He seems happy um there's a lot of competition in that role i expect after year one you know this this year next year he should be noticeably better uh i expect him to make that jump in the meantime fortunately for us we do have options in that position um and today's performance kind of gives us more reason that maybe that's why he's not a starter right I, i agree with you guys i think he can be doing better in that in that position
3: yeah, I think he screwed up when he didn't pass to Kerem when Kerem was like oh. wide open.
2: So yeah. pissed. He was so pissed, Kerem. Icardi yeah. was pissed too. Icardi was shaking his head. Yeah? Oh, gee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, And then he got subbed out.
0: Icardi's
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, Icardi that, like
1: uh, "What? you didn't pass to
3: my homeboy? Shaking his head? Uh, Icardi looked frustrated this game too. He yeah. was not getting any service whatsoever I mean he hasn't been good the past two games honestly that's true that's true I can't I don't know I think that needle issue that whole thing kind of like did drop his form quite a bit so I think we made a pretty big mistake there I think Okan learned from his mistake and he's not like forcing Oppo to play either Mm -hmm. even though this is Pendic we're talking about brings me to
1: Bakambu then exactly and people have been shitting unnecessarily. And I think That's what I said, well.
3: bro. Bro, yeah. I said it, bro. I said you all gotta give him a little bit more time. Yeah. Bro, we the are the so
1: season, good, bro. People are looking for places to shit at. That's the whole thing. They're looking for scapegoats. And that can be Keram, that can be Bakambu, that can be Gakazamjan. Like they're just Well, Kazamjan
3: doing- has been absolute trash though. You can't <laughs> The past few
1: games, honestly. But the other 25 games that we've seen him play, he was great. So, whatever has happened to him, I don't know, he got a girlfriend or something? Because that's usually what gives downfall (laughs) to these guys. We've seen many. I mean, come on, look at the the opposition. Pendixpor, we know Eren Jan, He's a Galatasaray player. We know Halil Akbunar. He was at Gostepe, right? We were going to buy him. But, yeah. I see their Instagram pages full of women. So, just saying, man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe. Like, old John, but you, yeah. see, check his Instagram page. I'm telling you, it's all women. His women. Old John. Yeah. Which, Which one? Charlie. Yeah, bro.
2: He's he's married.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: All right, no girlfriends, no wives. Yeah, stay away from females. You gotta
3: be celibate. You hear that, Kerem?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: well, then you're okay. So Kerem stays away from that. Yeah, and he's been on a downfall. So. Well, no, no,
2: no, no.
1: He's going up. I'm telling you. All yeah, right. Um, it's, anyway, Pendek game, which good. We gave summit to Watch space. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then, bro, just do you really want to talk like, about Pendic game? It has, it has no relevancy. There was I guess nothing everyone to talk listening about, there was, there was to us to talk is here about. for no reason.
2: What did you say? There's nothing to talk about this game. It was exactly. boring as hell. It, yeah. I don't know what we are doing. Ziesh 70, banger. 70-80% of the time. Ziesh scored a banger. Good for him, man. That's mm-hmm. funny because he got stopped, like right after he scored. That was pretty
3: funny. <laughs> you know what did happen though? <laughs> Okamburuk created something out of nothing out of bye. Kazimjan was so bad. That he used a right winger to play left back. Oh shit! Of course. But that's yeah. the, that's the thing. So we don't need the left back. This game, <laughs> apparently, it doesn't matter though. Attack wise, he was ten times better than um, Cosm John. And of course, he's gonna be. Panic, he's, right? he's an attacker. <laughs> okay, okay. What is Cosm John? He's a football player, right? <laughs> oh, I'm just going to sit back and do nothing, bro. I, you guys can play. I'm just going to be a present. Uh, is that what? You no. Know? Why do we get Angelino? Because he's supposedly a good attacker, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Okay, then. Well, what's your argument here? you making no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but it's like, you make. Oh, he's an attacker. Yes. And? That's why he's better
1: at attacking. <laughs> what the hell are you talking I, about?
2: I, 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 uh, look, at the end of the day, we were playing against Pending who were shit all fucking game. They they lost the ball every other time they got it. They barely attacked us. If it wasn't for Edenjan Jan, Ed Jan Yardamjid, they would be useless up top. He was the only threat there. Um, o- Okan Buruk saw this at halftime. He said it's 0-0. We're not creating shit. And we're also not really getting into risk defensively we might as well go all out Kazimjan is not playing a great game you don't know what he's exactly doing uh let's switch to formation he put him butish there and butish played left back but not really you know was he left wing back left back or was he like a second winger left winger he every time he got the ball it was at half field and he just brought it up excellently by the way he would beat his defender with his pace and strength Put in a hard drilled ball into the midfield, uh, to the box, and hope we score. So he did a great job there. But can you necessarily count on him to be a actual left back against more difficult teams like I say Adana Demirspor? Are we going to yeah, do that the, against uh, them? I mean, questioning how
3: Kazimjan is defending. He's letting Halil Apkunar go through him every single time, and most of the positions that they like got close to getting. Has been from his side, and not to mention he just cannot produce anything with Keram. And in the second half, Butish just completely like destroyed their law right back to the point where Halil had to come back and help, you know, defend against Butrish. And honestly, okay, yes, Pendik wasn't really attacking, but he did enough defensively. He held the line pretty like well along with the defenders I'm not saying this is you go and use him against like Copenhagen or anything but like at, in the league you might have to because it's clear that you're not going to get Angelino I think Angelino's GG's man I don't know what you guys think but we're going to probably find another left back mm. in uh, July uh, January
2: <sighs> seems like it
1: yeah. yeah well I mean I'd be fine for anything below 1 million <laughs> Is six months just too much for Angelino at this point. So,
3: and I think Angelino's fine. He's like, all right, you guys, we're not, you know, meshing. And then Mm -hmm. Okan sees that, and I think they made a deal. Like, listen, I'm not gonna play you in the league, but I will play you in the Champions Uh League, so you can kind of show yourself off, yeah, and have some people, you know, potentially buy you.
1: I'd, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with Leo Dubois, even if we can get him back.
3: Yeah, Dubois, man, I think. Again, shame. why did we send him away? Because like defensively, he's okay, but attack wise, he's like not it, right? Mm, I liked him. I liked him, honestly.
1: In in general. Overall, always good. Scored a few. Who goals, was the last good left back we had, bro? Riera.
0: Well, it's tell was, us. He was Teyes. also
1: like uh Teyes, yeah, sure, of course. After him. But
3: yeah. No. Um, bro. Go ahead. Almost a decade and we still can't find a damn left back. How sad is that? Yeah. I think Nagatomo was all right but like nothing to write home about. He was just solid. Uh, I loved Nagatomo as well. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Japanese pride. Aynen. love Aynen. my Japanese people. Harikiri. Shout out to you all.
1: Also another info, so we won against Pendik 2-0. This is Okan Buruk's 40th victory. And he's led the team basically to, yeah, another win in his 50th Super League game. Um, With five
3: ties and five losses in total.
1: Exactly. 40 wins. Five five losses. That's amazing stats. That's an amazing stat. And Hakim also after the game today said, I scored, but of course it wasn't the best performance from a personal standpoint. We struggled a bit in the first half. They had a compact structure, very defensive. Sometimes you just need to drive try, try from a distance and that's how we found the second goal. So good stuff, good stuff. That makes us now leaders again ahead of Fenerbahce with one match played more. That's uh, 37 points. Fenerbahce at 34 points and they will play, is it Sivaspor on Monday? Sivaspor, yeah. yeah. Right. So, and then they uh, play Beşiktaş after that. I'm telling you, they never do well against Cmar Civil Sport, even though they're like brothers.
3: Well, Riza Chalambay is not there anymore, so uh, true that that might change.
1: True that, true that. So we're gonna see,
3: and, and we uh, play Adana when they play uh, there. So that that week, a lot of things can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, before Adana, are we
1: we're playing Copenhagen, right? Copenhagen
2: is after Adana. Oh, is it? Pretty sure. Let me Okay. Check.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, two weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, Adana and then Copenhagen. Oh, damn. All right. Yeah. Four days between the two games. Can't wait. So,
1: yeah, let's get to the predictions part.
3: Well, I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, all right. Adana, Um, how did they do today? They were losing last I looked. Let me see real quick. On my end, I've seen Adana
1: play against Sivaspor and... All the time, I was wondering, oh my God, is this football? Like, neither of the teams were showing anything. But then Same I was like- Same thing
3: happened against Fenerbahce, so I watched a little bit of that game. Yeah. Adana was terrible. Oh, yeah? So, I think we're going to smash him.
1: I mean, I hope so. And Adana is currently fourth place, which brings them in the top rankings, right? So, I don't know. We'll see.
2: There- they're in fourth, but they haven't won a game since October twenty eighth. Uh, <laughs> they they tied Sivas, they tied Fener, they tied Kayseri, they lost to Samsun today three two at home, like it's at Adana. Insane. Uh, so they're not in good form. Kind of a scary thing too, because they're gonna really want a win, and what better way to yeah. get back to winning than playing, winning at Galatasaray in Istanbul? So mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be tough, but I think we'll. Beat them due to just quality difference. Um, no. So, I I predict a a three one win.
1: Um, I need at some point we need to like make big difference. So I'm gonna say finally we're gonna have a four zero win. Against I, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, well after Alanya was uh, given, right? But this is gonna be four <laughs> zero as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, and Copenhagen I just want that revenge man I hate that goalkeeper
2: yeah Grabata. me too man me I'm, too. Not, I'm
1: not gonna do predictions against Copenhagen I'm well, going there we'll do- hopefully I'll get the ticket and hopefully
3: I'll see that shit face fucker of a goalkeeper Jason yeah, look how privileged they are they don't even have tickets and they're still gonna fall- go to Denmark <laughs> cause they can yeah that's insane
1: it's my uh, like da- daughter's bucks. birthday as well, so that's got to have meaning, man. Park and Stadium, my daughter's birthday. A win, getting out of the group stage. Oh, that's all I want. The
3: UEFA Cup was won there. Ah,
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Summit, uh, tw- when are you going? Uh, well, on the day of, so 12-12. So you'll, we're going to have another podcast next weekend, so we can always do predictions for that game then, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, let's not get too ahead of ourselves <laughs> Alright so still have yeah, another game Oh, you want to close, close it Man, just completely
3: skipping over then
1: Nah, you do it No, no, no You the must be used gotta do it, it now though I mean, okay, sure But, but before we go
0: uh, Alright
3: Lads Gentlemen gentlewomen thank you this has been episode 72 of the lion's den done for you guys done for the community we'd like to thank you for joining once again if you want to reach out to us you can find us at lions den gs on twitter and instagram send us whatever you want questions love for us we we'll take it all We we'll take fixed. it all in no not that uh <laughs> but uh yeah if you want to join our discord you can message us. We'll send you a invite and we'll give you the very special treatment. We give everyone the GOAT status. Yes, you can do that as well. So, yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Take care and peace out. See you all on the next one.
2: Take care.